0: Hi, everyone, welcome back to a brand new series of podcasts like that, Can Mayor. And in this episode, we are gonna have a very interesting guest, and he is Ray Mark, the YouTube legend in Malaysia, the first YouTuber. Ray Mark is everywhere and here he He is in our studio today. So, Ray. (laughs) Hey, what's up? Hey, how are you doing today, Ray? Great, great. Thank you for being here. You are everywhere and finally you step into our studio.
1: Yeah, because I can teleport.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Ray, uh, would you like to just uh, introduce yourself a little bit to our audience?
1: Mm. So, my name is Ray Mark. And I've been on YouTube for basically the longest time, okay? Uh, when YouTube started and before even Google took over YouTube, I already started YouTube. Right. Uh, so that's a uh, very long time. Uh. And of course, I, I am also verified on YouTube. And I am also a YouTube official artist. Right. Uh, so you see, YouTube, there are two types of verification. So one is like the normal verification. The others would be uh, the YouTube official artists like Justin Bieber, Blackpink, and all those. Mm, yeah. mm. So I'm same category.
0: Wow, <laughs> well, that's flex, uh. official artist. <laughs> 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 so, so for YouTube, there's two kinds of verification, right? Mm. The number one is just uh, basically you're big enough Then you get that. 100,000, if I'm not wrong, Mm. then you can apply for a verification badge. Yes. The other one is the one where you get acknowledged directly by YouTube. Yes. Uh, That
1: one is usually upon invitation, or if you have a distributor, you can kind of apply it through a distributor. Mm. But Mm. if you apply it through a distributor before you get a normal verification, then you will never get the normal verification. Uh, You will only get the official artist. But for me, I was awarded both. So, I, 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 did, so <laughs> I didn't need to apply.
0: You you were awarded both and you were the earliest, you were one of the earliest at least to start YouTube in Malaysia, right? Yeah. What year was it when you first
1: started YouTube? 2006. 2006.
0: 2006.
1: YouTube started in 2005. So then uh, there were other people like for example, Timothy Delagedo, Nigahiga and all those. So they came in. Uh, but then uh, f- after that, I, I saw them and I'm like, oh, oh, YouTube is a platform where I can actually upload my videos as backup. So so that time it wasn't really for um it wasn't really for music or anything. So I how I started YouTube is uh I have a hard drive. Okay, so when I was in college as a poor college kid. Okay, for college kid, like, you know, when, when you're in college, usually you are quite poor. And back in the States, it's, it's crazy. Things are so expensive. USB cable, okay, back then it's like USB 2.0 cable, lah, is 20 bucks for... 20 bucks USD. Uh, yeah, 20 bucks oh. USD for one meter. So I'm like, wow. oh my God, everything is so expensive. And hard drive is like maybe 60 bucks US for... Uh, not one terabyte. I think like... That just, time one terabyte. Yeah, the, 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 the <laughs> time is like... I, I can't remember. Wait, 80, you, 80 gigabyte. 80 gigabyte. Uh, oh. 80 gigabyte. So yeah. that, that was very big already. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, so those were the days. La. So when I was in college, I have this... Uh, so I, I like to shoot videos okay. Uh, to remember my college life. So it's kind of like vlogging in the past, but vlogging didn't uh, exist yet during those days but I wanted something to remember my college uh, in US. So I started shooting with uh, my Sony T7 camera. So it's a very slim camera. And I just shoot uh, everything, my daily college life, my food that I eat in in my college and all those. And one day, my hard drive start to stop working. Okay, so I have uh, that old 80 gigabyte hard disk. Uh, When I plug into my computer, it's like start to... (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like, oh, oh shit! I I have to buy another hard drive to back up my thing. So I managed to buy another hard drive, but then I thought, well, oh, hard drive they are not forever. So I I wanted somewhere to upload, uh, my videos so that they can last uh, a lot longer. So back in those days, we have uh, X drive, Y drive, and those cost around nineteen ninety nine US dollars per month. Mm. Yeah, as a college kid, I couldn't afford that. Yeah. So I couldn't afford that $19.99 per month in Malaysia Ringgit times 3.8. During that time, it was packed. Um, so it's like around 80 bucks Ringgit. Right. So it was, I was like, wow, very expensive. So then you, this YouTube thing came up. I'm like, wow, now I can upload my videos on YouTube for free, you know, as, as a backup. You know, so I started uploading my Taekwondo videos. So uh, back in those days, I teach martial art in in oh, college. <laughs> so
0: you're a man of many arts, uh, not just piano, <laughs> but taekwondo as well.
1: Taekwondo as well.
0: Oh, And you started using YouTube mainly as a backup drive for yourself rather than like today, everyone want to be a YouTuber kind of Yeah, stuff, right? yeah because
1: at th- that time th- there was no such thing as YouTubing <laughs> or YouTuber. <laughs> Yeah, there was th- there was no such thing. So I just uh uploaded uh, all this martial right. art video of me like oh, teaching taekwondo and then my friends, you know. I, I want to remember my friends' faces. So I, I I shot their videos and all those things. So for videos I put it on uh YouTube and for pictures I put it on this website called Multiply. Mm. And that website is is now down already, like it's right. no longer there. Right. So um so that YouTube thing, there was one day, uh I was doing, so in in one of the events, uh, basically in one of the events, uh, I was invited to perform taekwondo and right after taekwondo, I was invited to perform piano. Okay. So so imagine the same person appearing twice but doing very different things. (laughs) Okay, so I I did my uh, taekwondo and then after that, I changed to like a a suit, uh, like a, a full piece, three piece suit. And then I started playing Playing piano and someone recorded it and she put it on YouTube and it went viral.
0: Right. Uh, And
1: back in those days, 3000 views is viral already (laughs) (laughs) because the entire YouTube, there were like so, so little people. Yeah.
0: You're talking about only one year after YouTube, right? Yeah. right. That time, um, I think it's a world that many of us, don't quite even remember already because I remember during that time 2006 um, many of us are still using like 3310 phones without internet right and yes. smartphone was like phone without internet yeah and then we were talking about like video format in 3GP mm. Mm, right and, and yeah it was like like oh the <laughs> okay okay now 3GP would give an interesting yeah. uh, mm, like... perspective <laughs> But that was an exact format, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and it was like those old Nokia phone Symbian and all. Mm. And so you were in the early, early, early days and you started back then when you were in US. Now, before we jump back into the topic of YouTube, I want to ask you one thing. Actually, how long have you been playing music?
1: Okay, I started uh, learning the piano Okay, in uh, January 27, 1991.
0: 1991.
1: Yeah, I, could, I could remember the dates because I, I had a card. Okay? Okay. I had a card that wrote uh, the, first, the first class that I attended. So right. it was like January 27th of 1991. Right. So I'm like, so oh, okay, by, and I still keep that card.
0: By the time you started YouTube, you were already playing piano close to 20, yeah. 10 plus yeah, years quite, already. About twenty years, right? years already. Yeah, so you started since you were young. And when you were in hmm. the US, were you there to study music? And that's the reason why it got posted. What what were you doing there, actually?
1: So I was studying finance and operations management, okay, which is something like totally unrelated, so, and minor in food science.
0: So you did finance and operations and minor in food science, uh, but you end up became a music YouTuber. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is fortunate and unfortunate. Right, right.
0: So you are supposed to be talking content like me, right? Not... Not the other way
1: around. <laughs> Basically, those days, I visualized my life uh, looking at three monitors and a lot of uh, graph. So I, my dream was to be a financial analyst in Wall Street.
0: All right. So so how did that work out for you? Did you Were you ever a Wall Street banker? What were you doing prior to YouTube?
1: Uh, so <laughs> uh, after graduation okay i went to new york city so i live in grand street uh, of new york which is very near uh, to the wall street okay very and, near and the year you graduated was 2007
0: 2007 means yeah. were you there during the 911
1: uh Nope, i wasn't there i wasn't there you already uh, left uh, i already left oh, no okay. no 911 was wait uh 911 was Ah, uh, two thousand. No, that was way before. Oh, the, oh that was yeah, way yeah, yeah. before. All yeah. right, <laughs> all
0: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so just, you, so you never yeah, had the chance really to a
1: see the, the. Yeah, yeah I, okay. I didn't get a chance to yeah. see that because I remember nine eleven. I was from three. Oh. Yeah, I was, I was still in Malaysia, okay. and I was checking okay. my hotmail and all those things. Yeah, right, when right. that happened. Okay, that was. A, yeah, that was the, that. was a different topic, anyway. Yeah. yeah. So let's go back to it. So okay. after
0: you graduated, you mm. went
1: and worked in New York City. I went. I went to New York City. And I interviewed with Goldman Sachs, okay? Ooh, yeah. Goldman Sachs. So on the sixth or seventh interview, uh, I didn't get it because it, it's really tough. And and that time uh, happened to be a financial crisis. Not not a very big one, but it was a financial crisis. I can't remember whether it was the uh, the, the foreclosure thing, you know, so, so back in those days. La. And then I got hired by Microsoft, uh, through an agent uh, that they hate hunt people on Facebook.
0: So you, so you're not working for Microsoft. Yeah, I'm
1: not working for Microsoft in the like business development, business strategy part lah, Where I, I was the front line uh, that pushes Windows Vista back then and Office 2007. Oh, yeah. so you're not working for Big Tech. Big Tech, but uh, not in the finance, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> So so not my dream of looking at three monitors and 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 doing like trading and analyst stuff you know so it was more of a, a marketing business strategies b- business development but it's thing. still
0: a dream job for many people
1: For many people yes yeah.
0: <laughs> So how long were you there as a
1: For a year For a year Ah uh, for a year right. and then I came back right.
0: How how was the life like as a Microsoft employee uh, and working directly in New York itself, you know?
1: Yeah. So, it's like, so, so when I was with Microsoft, I was uh, flown to a few different states, uh, like basically like uh, Reno, uh, Las Vegas, Orange County, uh, and, and a few New York, uh, Boston, yeah, and a few other places. So it was a quite flexible kind of work. Uh, it was quite flexible, so I was basically uh, visiting uh, big places like Best Buy, uh, Circus City, and also some smaller uh, computer shops.
0: Mm, so w- was it was it a fun experience working at Microsoft?
1: Pretty fun because Las Vegas, we get like uh, to eat buffet and stuff, and then they gave me like a credit card. Uh, it was a pretty high-value credit card where Ooh. I can actually uh, swipe and then when I meet customer and all those things I can swipe and use, then I I have my steaks and my pretty nice wine.
0: Right, and and all these at the same time, you were also having your own YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, that, that time, yes, I started YouTube already, yeah. But uh, so were you like uploading every week? So I was uploading every... I, I didn't have a consistent schedule back then because YouTube was more like a, a backup thing. Right, right. Okay, so I, I uploaded uh, whenever I get to play the piano because in New York, I, I didn't have a piano. Right. So, so I have to travel to Boston.
0: Oh, so again, during that time, YouTube wasn't like a career for you, right? It was... Yeah, yeah. it was, what was, it was pers- never heard of. <laughs> what was the perspective of you? At the point, was it still, it's just a backup for my videos or... It's a place that I can express myself. What was your view on YouTube at that point?
1: Okay, so what happened was uh, like this. So in two, so 2006, I started uploading all these college uh, videos and all those things. Then in 2007... Uh, my friend shot me playing the piano right after the taekwondo uh, thingy. And that video went viral. So I went to ask my friend. So her name is June. Hey, June, uh, the video that you shot that day uh, of, of me playing the piano, uh, can I have a copy as well? I want to upload on my YouTube channel. Okay, so I uploaded that on my YouTube channel and that gained like, I think, 10,000 views. Back then, it's like super viral already. <laughs> and, and you know, back in those days, Uh, Because YouTube was very new So they they would have category I don't know if you guys have seen it before So back in those days The rating system was based on stars So one star, two star, three star And until five star maximum And uh, they, They would also have category Like for example Top 50 musician Malaysia Top 50 musician worldwide Something like that So I was top 50 musician worldwide
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. So my entire channel was top 15 musician worldwide until they discontinued that uh, ranking system.
0: Right. Right. And and during that time, you were already working with uh, Microsoft. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Right.
1: So it's kind of like a part time. Was it, it making? It wasn't. Mo- it wasn't a part time because it, it wasn't making money. I oh, it wasn't making money. Uh, so it, it's just like
0: money. us playing with Facebook, but yeah, considered like quite hot Facebook profile like that lah.
1: Yeah, but I really like the fact that when I uploaded my music thing, people were starting to be like comment, hey, you should continue uploading your, your music mm. thing because it's so nice, blah, blah, blah. I, I sleep to your music. I sleep to your music. Wow. You know what I mean? So, so when I see all these comments, I, I become kind of motivated to continue playing the piano and to continue uploading it. So right. back in those days, I have to travel to Boston to University of Massachusetts, Boston. They have like a a piano room that I can use for free. So I went in there and I take my camera and I just shoot.
0: Wow. So basically, whenever you uploaded, you actually had to fly down to Boston to actually play. Mm.
1: Like that time, not flying. I took a bus. (laughs) I didn't have so much money to fly. That's that's a lot of dedication, man. That's a a lot of dedication. Four hours bus.
0: Now, then the question is, uh, during the time you were in Microsoft, and you were there only for one year plus right and youtube was a side thing for you now what happened after microsoft why did you actually even come back to malaysia i that mean one for is like
1: personal relationship related oh problem. <laughs> i see
0: i see so basically you came back for a relationship mm, and like, uh, that didn't
1: work out okay that didn't work out <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, and so you got come back to malaysia <laughs> yeah So, coming back here then, Mm. right, uh, what were you doing and how did YouTube end up becoming your full-time career?
1: So, uh, before I reached Malaysia, I I got headhunted by Tokyo Marine Life. Uh, Tokyo Marine Life and that time, I started as like an executive over there and then slowly, I got uh, promoted into business strategies where I, I helped them with their strategy and stuff. So, during those days, YouTube, the monetization haven't started yet. Haven't started yet. So it's it, still it was a hobby kind still, of thing. It's still like a hobby kind of thing. But I, I had a consistent uh, upload schedule already because of the motivation that is given by my fans. Because that time, it, my channel was already growing quite fast as the top 50 musician worldwide. <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah. So it was a huge growth time for you but then it's yeah. still a hobby. It's still yeah. a hobby. So when did it change from a hobby to a career?
1: Uh, It, it kind of changed like after some time. Uh, not because that time the income was very, very low. I mean to be to be very honest, you know, at we don't really make money from AdSense. Uh, it's, yes. It's, yeah, unless you're yeah, very, unless very you're big. Unless you're very, very, very big and very, very, very viral. So, but uh, it, the comments from people and the support from people actually uh, make me continue. Yeah. I just continue to push. And another reason is because uh, when I feel down, okay, I want to listen back to my own songs. You know, oh, last time I was able to play this, you know, that, that, that kind of <laughs> feeling. Yeah, because I, I tend to forget a lot of my songs as I, after I play them. Right. Okay. so yeah. when I go back I can listen oh oh last time I could play this oh this is how I played it and I can I can play it again you know mm. uh, so that, that kind of feeling so a lot of uh, things that push me in the in the YouTube to continue uh, posting despite uh, I was just making a few hundred bucks
0: mm-hmm. uh, but but that time you went from like YouTube not. Making money at all because that the time there was no money making system. Yeah, there was no, no money making system. To the time that YouTube made money, right? And if I recall, you are actually the first Malaysian YouTuber yeah. that was invited to be a paid content creator. On, yes, exactly. On,
1: so how is it like? oh oh my god. That that time is like really revolutionary because for YouTube to invite people, you, you cannot apply to be partner. Like mm-hmm. right now, you have to fill up some forms yes. and all those things. Then you say, oh, I want then to you apply to Then fill the, the qualification. Then qualification, 1,000 subscribers, 4,000 uh, hours. Back in those days, YouTube have to identify you. Okay. Then they will send you a physical letter.
0: Ooh. Yeah,
1: a physical letter from Google all the way to your house.
0: And that time, were you in US or Malaysia? I, back, I was back in Malaysia, you're back in Malaysia when Malaysia. they signed me as partner. And you're working in Tokyo Marine, right? Tokyo so Marine, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I received that letter. I'm like, wow, a physical letter. Do so
0: you I, still keep the letter until today?
1: I, no, I signed and I sent it back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, no, I, mean, I have, to, I have uh, to
1: send it back to, to Google. That time uh, Google wasn't in Malaysia yet, right, right. Uh, so I just sign. I send it back to to Google to the US. And oh my right. god, to 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 get your money into the into your hands, you have to queue up with so many people in Western Union.
0: Oh, they, that time was under Western Union some more?
1: Yeah. Wow. It, it wasn't like today, they can directly bang in every month on the 20th of the month.
0: <laughs> do, do you still remember what's your first paycheck? How much is the amount? Uh,
1: I think Google? a hundred plus. Hundred a hundred plus. Buck, because yeah. hundred bucks is the, the uh, threshold for AdSense to right. get. So I got a hundred plus and it was sent through uh, Western Union. Then I have to queue up with a whole bunch of people uh just to get my, my first paycheck. <laughs> uh, do do you remember how was the feeling? It, 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 the feeling was good because the hundred plus in Malaysia is six seven hundred.
0: Mm, mm, yeah, mm. yeah. And it's like <laughs> it's like something that is like Yeah, I'm like,
1: hey, my hobby
0: can be money. <laughs> so so what was the transition? Uh what changed? What made you decide to quit a job that is so high paying and considered like doing very well? Mm. And then leave that and say, I'm going to be a YouTuber.
1: Okay, so there are actually um, many, many reasons. But among the reasons is actually the difference in corporate culture uh, when it comes to corporate America and corporate Malaysia. Okay, Okay. So the difference in culture is like when I was in America, when I work, they would be like, oh my God, Ray, you're too fast. To slow down. You're breaking the benchmark, you know? Slow down. And then then you can leave like whenever or you can just work like maybe a few days. As long as you finish your stuff, you're fine. But in Malaysia, it's a bit different. You finish your stuff, you get more stuff. You, you, you get what I mean? And then there, there is this unspoken rule of that if your boss haven't leave, and if you leave, people will be like looking at you. Hmm. You know, it's <laughs> that kind of feeling. Uh, and and there are many, many, many more uh, reasons uh, that the difference between uh, the corporate Malaysia and corporate uh, America. La. Of course, America, they also have like uh, some very toxic work culture, but it wasn't in Microsoft. Yeah, so so that's why my experience was very different. And, and that kind of pushed me to try my own things. Uh, and with the few hundred bucks from YouTube, uh, it kind of... Help me cushion my basic expenses right so so when I, I feel like I have that cushion, then I can just come out and try things. you know what I mean so so I tried quite a lot of things mm. uh, before i I end up now doing this full time YouTube. I've became a property agent, and in fact, I was the first property agent that posted videos on YouTube in iProperty Ooh. yeah, yeah, the very first. <laughs>
0: You you could have did you could have done property review and yeah, but
1: that that time <laughs> what, what I did I is just uh, I just bring my camera and, and I shoot and I put my piano background. Right. So right, to right. increase the YouTube monetization.
0: It's
1: kind of like free content. Lah. Uh, if,
0: if that time you started doing property review, then <laughs> then you'll be si yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yung sifu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so uh, you tried property agent. I, t- I uh, tried. property agent. I I tried uh MLM. I tried uh even insurance because I used to work in Tokyo Marine, so yeah, yeah. one of the ag- one of the leaders over there actually recruited me as well. Then I tried many many other things. Uh, I tried uh to open a traditional business as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was uh because th- back in those days, uh the the Ministry of Health actually announced that. Every company, like restaurant and uh, 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 factories, they have to get HACCP and ISO certification. Mm, mm. So me and three other friends from Tokyo Tokyo Marine, we started a company called T4 Academy. Okay. uh, So that we can help people get their HACCP and ISO certification and make some money and and charge maybe like uh, 40 bucks per person if let's say there is people that we need to train, for example. Okay, and and then it failed because the the government suddenly just u-turn and say, oh, we, now we no need restaurant and and factories no need not mandatory to get this ISO right. and HSV. so the company up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so so my my life is not always like unicorns and and rainbow. And right, I, right. I actually failed many many times in many many things.
0: I see. Oh, so. So all the beautiful life we are living right now actually gone through some uh, difficult moments. La. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this site is a site
1: that we don't know. La. Yeah, right? the, uh, Yeah, people will think like, oh, might be very you, you
0: rich. Y- <laughs> you you want to tell Sean this? Sean
1: like, <laughs> I'm, I'm bathing in blood.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> later he's going to comment. Later later. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, having said that, mm. having said that, so uh, after trying out so many different things, uh what was the thing that you end up uh, settled with? So, put it this way, right? Right now, after going through so many things, uh, what helps you to make money right now? How do you actually live? Many people, every time I go out with you, people actually ask us and especially ask you also this question, right? Actually, wait, how do you make money? Anna? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So, end of day, what worked for you? Okay, what, what worked for me is, uh, of course, Uh, initially my my YouTube uh, was like very low. And then there were a few videos that went viral. So the viral videos kind of pushed the income up for like a couple months. So I'm like, oh, there is potential in this YouTube thing. As long as like, let's say I make 10 videos, one goes viral, I may have a chance. Okay. Back in those days, it's, Easier to get viral compared to today. Like today is very difficult. <laughs> okay? Today, unless you're very controversial. Okay? And unless you appear in the news or something like that. But back in those days, uh, it's not that difficult. Okay, so out of 10 videos, if one go viral, then then I can makan, I can eat my nasi lemak. you know? Uh, so I see the potential in it. So I, I continue working and working and working. And then of course many things change. Uh, like in the past, people look at YouTube, they like Music, they like uh, all these very traditional things. But today, they like pranks, they like funny stuff, they they, they like things that are controversial, news.
0: They they also like people who are very sexy and play piano.
1: Eh? Yeah yeah, very <laughs> sexy and play piano. So I mean, the, the things that people like change. So I start to see like a s- slight decline, uh, in both my channel, my income, and basically everything. I I can start to see like a, a decline lah. Okay. But luckily, because in the past I've been doing like all this uh, MLM and also so I have uh, pretty good supplementary income from those areas as well. So I'm not so worried that my YouTube uh, goes down too low. I, can, right. I still have some income from other places. Right,
0: right. So basically, you have multiple sources of multiple income. Multiple sources of income. So exactly. uh, do, do you mind, if let's say we break it down a little bit? Mm. Yeah. So oh, well, break it down. Uh, <laughs> okay, not too detailed. <laughs> not too detailed. To lah. a point that you feel comfortable. So you have income coming from YouTube for sure. Yeah. Right, that's uh, earned by AdSense.
1: Mm, that's earned yeah. by AdSense and sponsorships.
0: Ah, then we have
1: sponsorships.
0: Uh, so I also understand you are Kawaii and endorse An- ambassador. Ambassador, uh. yeah. So, uh that will give you some income as well. Uh and then sponsored videos, right? Yeah, yeah sponsored as we, videos as we mentioned. Uh. Uh, and performance.
1: Uh, perf- very rarely performance. Very rarely I'm not performance? very good with live performance.
0: Right. So then there will be your uh your MLM income because I understand that you also actually built yourself a career in MLM. Yeah, That's yes. actually pretty good. Mm, right. Exactly. Yeah. And property still got some, some here uh, and there. Some okay. Here and okay. There yeah. And yeah. And yeah uh, more of a
1: can survive.
0: Can survive a uh, passive investment kind. Yeah? Passive investment kind. Oh, okay. So we are talking about at least five income. Mm, at least right that is why Raymark actually can survive can survive and got time to do a lot of things Huh? yeah can plant vegetables yeah. that's why Raymark is everywhere ah, <laughs> always comment on everyone's video because he's not scared of any of his income drop got many
1: got many yeah
0: okay okay we will not go too deep into how much money exactly you're earning but let's talk about a day in your life so right now, how many years have you been doing YouTube already? Eh? After you leave the corporate world?
1: So 2006 until today would be... After you
0: left corporate world, 2006.
1: Yeah, no, I was still in corporate world. Oh, so after you yeah. left corporate world, how long? After I left corporate world, maybe about 10 years? 10 years. More, slightly more than 10 years. Okay, yeah, so 10.
0: after 10 years, currently, uh, what is a uh, lifestyle like for you? What's your, a day in your life?
1: So a day in my life, I, I, I love to eat. So I always meet people to eat. <laughs> I always meet people to eat. And, and because I, I'm also in MLM, so I, I do meet people to eat. And at the same time, I, I share about the products and services and, and, and uh, the business opportunities, those kind of thing. And and I always eat in of the few same places so if you actually see my Instagram <laughs> yes. I'm always in the few same places because I like to eat in places that are very quiet uh, in places that are very quiet so he
0: eat until the shop become famous yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so I uh, basically I eat then uh, I meet friends so that's that's my basic uh, life la. and then on the weekends I'll be uh, taking care of my kids bringing them out uh to like the park or something like that.
0: Right, right, right. So but but honestly I, I, I don't really see you I, every time I see your Instagram, I I don't really see you working working
1: yeah okay you see <laughs> <laughs> the the misconception the misconception about like people say instagram those kind of thing like is that you you see when we are working we won't post our sunful like our difficult life oh i'm working right now i'm i'm in front of the computer doing music you know doing until 2 to 3 a 2 3 a.m. now i'm editing video i mean those kind of things we we won't put it up but the only things that I put up is when I am uh, uh, eating with friends and all those things. So, so whatever people see on Instagram is not really my real work. It's when I'm eating with friends. Uh, uh, so, you see a lot of eating pictures. So, so <laughs>
0: when I see you yeah. plant veggie. Yeah. Like, you, you know, he's a uh, veggie got fan.
1: Yeah, my vegetable <laughs> got solar powered <laughs> fan. Got fan.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. Blow its
1: veggie. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, those are actually the fun times uh, Yeah, so, so whatever you see on Instagram times. and social uh, media
1: is the fun time. But the difficult times uh where I work until 2-3 AM every day, uh, editing videos and making music, uh, those are not not on <laughs> Yeah, that that's true, that's true. Yeah. yeah.
0: You you guys see us like very fun here, right? Yeah, very fun here. Uh, you actually, know. actually no, no. We we actually work very hard. It's right? difficult life. Yeah, yeah. That the one I can testify. <laughs> so having said that, right, um one more one more thing is this uh going into your music creation how do you ensure that you are still creative in the way you generate your music because being in a creative line um every day you know it's about like looking for new creativity yeah. and stuff like that right so sometimes you get drained off yeah yeah so how do you actually remain creative and motivated to create
1: uh so i read comments <laughs> You read yes, comments. Uh, aside from writing right? comments, I read comments. And I get around like maybe a few hundred uh, comments every day and maybe ten to twenty videos of kids making videos about me. Okay. Mm. So so I uh, when I read comments and and if the comments is like very positive and other things, so I get I get motivated to to post more. And another thing is because I kinda uh, I'm kinda obliged, okay, as the ambassador of this company, that company, and particularly Kawaii, Okay. Uh, the obligation kinda push that I have to post content uh, every week, for example. Yeah. So uh, so it, it is aside from motivation, obligation is also very important. So in order to remain consistent, so I'm I have to just push my obligation.
0: Right. So yeah. two things that motivates you to keep creating is number one, reading comments, especially positive comments, right? And number two is there is a uh, obligation to produce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
1: then to buy uh, my milk money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I shall not comment too much on those things. <laughs> if not later, uh, Sean will be very angry. <laughs> Sean <B>. Lee. <laughs> if he watches this. Huh? So now, uh, to end it all for today, Uh, since you are the OG YouTuber, the first that actually get to be a YouTube partner as well in Malaysia. Now, today, the world has changed. Back then, uh, probably your parents will be like, huh? Do YouTube? ah? You sure you can make money or not? You sure you can survive or not? I send you all the way to US, right? Uh, Do you face that kind of objection for your parents those
1: days? So, luckily, my parents are the more open-minded type. So initially, I get some comments, not from my parents, but more from my auntie-auntie. You know, auntie-aunties, they always like to comment one. They're like, huh? Wah, this one, you know, this guy, no, jobless guy. When US study, so much money spent already, ah, but come back, you know, do all this, don't know what kind of job, you know. And so, huh? I, I thought you are sitting in front of the computer, facing three monitors, wearing your coat, Mm? wearing your suit and, and doing my financial stuff, you know, those, those, those kind of mentality. Lah. So, the, usually the auntie-auntie will say that and when they say that, it's going to affect my parents as well. Right. Okay, so, my parents initially, they will be like, oh, okay, no problem, blah, blah, blah. But then when a lot of auntie-aunties start to uh, make comments like this, then uh, my parents will be kind of felt it as well. And sometimes when I go out with my parents to, to eat, they'll be like, oh, my son is a doctor, my son is a lawyer, my daughter is a lawyer, those this kind of thing. Then, then they will be like looking at me. And I'm like, uh, so what does your son do? I'm um, like, yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, so basically, it's <laughs> like no proper job. Okay? No, no proper uh, job. So, so it, it wasn't a very smooth journey, I would say. But then because uh, as I continue to post, then I get a lot of recognition and then I get to appear in some like news uh, magazines and all those things. Uh, then they start to see, oh, something. And then my parents will start to see, oh, that, oh uh, he actually has some income enough to survive one. So... Can lah, no problem lah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right.
0: So it took a while before family uh, really accepted it lah. La. Yeah. yeah. So having said that, uh, we have talked about your whole journey in YouTube, you know, everything until your like current lifestyle. now. If, if there's one thing that you're proud of over all these years, what will that be?
1: Uh, I, I'm pretty proud of the, the fact that I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> still continue to post uh, because there are there are so many youtubers from my time uh they have already moved on to other things or they have already quit yeah that's true. yeah that's true. yeah many so have many have already burned out so I'm very glad that I'm still here and still very motivated by your comments <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to Ra <Raymar>. subscribe <laughs> yeah subscribe to mr money as well <laughs> So <laughs> still, still very motivated, and I can still see myself continue to do this until the day that I die. Because it's music, you know. It's, it's music is something that is, uh, quite, quite versatile, and pe- and people would definitely listen to music, uh, all the time. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that that's very true because I see many creators actually burn out after a while. Mm. Uh, like even when we first started, many people think that like, hey, you know, after
1: you post for half a year, probably you yeah, know, probably die one. Keep continue, right? Uh. And
0: be able to do it for like 10 years that's really
1: really something <laughs> yeah, yeah. 15 years
0: that yeah 15 years and on top of that uh ray mark is still someone that uh always comes out and meet with new creators Yeah, uh, you will see him uh on his instagram you know he'll be like meeting this new creator that new creator and he'll sharing his experience enjoying and he's not the kind that comes out with you and like oh let me tell you what you need to do because i'm the og he doesn't do that he just hang out like with you like Makan Minom, like just another person, if you need any help, he's gonna give an advice. So, before we end tonight's session, I mean, today's session, yeah, let us uh, end it with a word of advice because the world has changed. Today, many parents come to me, they talk to me, they say, hey, you know, uh, nowadays uh, my kids uh, always say this, I wanna be a YouTuber. <laughs> now, YouTuber is like the choice career for people. Or either being an Instagram famous person, right? So, what will be your advice to new creators out there who wants to start a new YouTube channel, or maybe being an influencer of some sort or another? What will be your advice for them?
1: Okay. Uh. So of course, you you if you want to be like a content creator, you gotta be very persistent, consistent, and most important, perseverance. Uh. Because yeah, a, a lot of time. Yeah, there, there will be a lot of time that you see uh, your, your views are very low. <laughs> then you're like, yeah. Then, then you will keep on thinking you want to change something. Okay? So maybe the thing that you, let, let's, say you, you finance, okay? let's say you pick finance. Let's say you pick the topic of finance. So s- some of these kids nowadays, uh, they start to do uh, whatever topic that they have picked. Then around six months and they still see no results then they just give up or they, they, they change their topic entirely. They change their channel name. They change their channel picture and, and, and try to do like something totally different. And then another six months, they try to do another thing again. So you will never know that you will be successful or not if you don't persevere. Because a lot of times, if you persevere on your topic of your choice, uh, after some time, you will start to see results yeah people move on too quick.
0: That is true. That is true. yeah, mm. I think one of the things that we need to learn when you're building a new channel or if you are ever thinking about going to a content creation is the fact that you need to remember that you need to make marginal improvement and build upon uh, your previous content to make it better. So instead of just changing direction as a whole and just rebrand every single thing, uh, I mean sometimes it calls for that lot sometimes, right? But not all the time. The best choice is actually just make your content better day by day. Make your content day, day by day. One day better than the other day. This week's content better than last week. And slowly measure from there and try to improve, right? Yeah, I think that's very, very good advice. Yeah. So that's all for it for today's session. So here is Raymark. Raymark is everywhere. And today in the studio of Mr. Money TV. So I'm
1: going teleport.
0: Subscribe to Rayma. Subscribe to Mr. Money TV. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Yeah.